Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed right before our very eyes and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome again to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and as always, I'm joined uh, by my uh, famous uh, three-book <laughs> writing, 40-year um, rapture, knowing about uh, extraordinaire, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley, located in the liberal Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. How are you doing, Terry? <laughs> well. I guess I'm in the camp of the enemy then in that case. Uh, uh, you, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you absolutely are. And as a matter of fact, that's what I want to open the show with today. And uh, and folks, we're, we're not going to talk about this uh, really in the show. I'm just going to point something out and we're going to do something a little bit different this morning. And then we're going to get into Ezekiel uh, 38 once again. But I have been watching news reports and if you're following MSNBC or CNN or any of the mainstream media, you're not going to hear this. You're not going to hear it from them because they're behind it. But uh, the Democrats at this point realize that they are about to take what I would call a severe butt kicking in November. They know it. They recognize it so much that they're even trying to get Joe Biden to say that he doesn't even want to run again. And, of course, that gives us Kamala Harris as the star of the party, ha, or AOC, believe it or not. They're actually trying to get AOC to run for president of the United States. That's how far off the charts they've gone to the left. Now, they know that they're going to lose in November. They know it's going to be a sweeping change. So here's what their plans are, and they make no secret of it. I'm going to run clips next week to prove this. They want to pack the United States Supreme Court, bringing the justices from 9 to 11, shifting the conservative court to an ultra-liberal court. They want to eliminate the Senate filibuster, which allows them to put forth any liberal agenda that they want to, uh, their climate change, their Green New Deal, uh, anything and everything that they want to push, including abortion. They want to make abortion legal in all 50 states by federal fiat. And, Terry, this is a constitutional crisis. And for this reason, sir, I want to open this show with you. And I ask that you offer a prayer that this nation is spared. To, I believe God gave us one more chance with a Supreme Court ruling on abortion. And now it looks as if the evil in America wants to blow that up. And I ask that you offer a prayer for this United States of America. Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, first of all, of course, for the blood of Jesus uh, that cleanses us of all unrighteousness, Lord, and your arms are open wide to receive anyone um, in the world, uh, in America, wherever, 
uh, to receive you, Lord, if they will simply listen, hear your knock on the door, you're trying to get to their hearts to save them, to turn them from the blackness and the lies of this world uh, to thy light and thy grace and thy eternal glory, as you've promised. So we pray, Lord, a hand, Lord, on America. You will begin to turn the hearts, Lord, of all those, Lord, whether they are young or old, um, <clears throat> firm or infirm, turn their hearts and their minds to you, Lord. Uh, bring them to their own end that they may ask, what is the truth? Who is the truth? Where is the truth? That they may turn to you. Lord, I know according to your word that everything is working out according to your prophecies. Uh, and yet, Lord, you uh, have asked us to occupy until you come. And Lord, to be busy about laboring in your fields uh, for the salvation, Lord, of as many as will turn to you. And so, Lord, we pray for your healing hand, Lord, on this very day, we pray and thank you and praise you for the privilege and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Terry, I'm going to leave it there for now, and um, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more next week because, like I said, I've got some news clips I'd like to play and uh, sure. where people can hear it coming directly from voices because I know there's people out there who probably don't believe in anything I just said, and I got proof, and I'm going to play the proof next week. So, anyway... Um, today we're going to get back into Ezekiel 38. Uh, we had already covered, or at least <laughs> opened the discussion, it would be a better thing, better way to put it, uh, Ezekiel 38, uh, 1 through 6. And in those verses, uh, we are given the names of the countries that uh, will take part in the first Gog and Magog war. Uh, which is to be led by Russia. And Terry, I know you were really good last time at identifying uh, these countries in their modern day names over the uh, names in the Bible. Because obviously at the time that the Bible was written, they had no idea what the names of the countries were going to be in 2022. But um, I'm going to give you these names again and you translate them. Okay, and if you don't know one, we'll both look it up. How's that? Okay, and that's fine. Okay, so the first one is Rush, and that is yeah. Uh, again, uh, I told you I was buried in in Ezekiel this morning, <laughs> right. and um, I I have discovered in in, in going uh, deep on a, a number of references that uh, it, the popular understanding is Russia. However, you. You must put a footnote in that, uh, that in fact, there are those who suggest that the name Rush uh, is given as Russia simply because uh, that even though the area that is described as the northern people, which would seem to include Russia, and they're the biggest gun in town at this point in time, that uh, the people are saying Russia simply because the name Rush sounds like Russia. And, and so you have to go back. I've been tracing the lineage uh, from the beginning um, for Gog. Gog is actually the word Satan. Uh, and so that takes in a whole new study right there. Yep. Um, you know, anyway, so that's 
and we can go on. You you know more about this than I do in, in terms of your revelation of the studies that you've done in depth in this area. As I was busy with getting raptured, you were busy with watching the world come to an end right in front of you. Go ahead, right ahead. Yeah, uh, Russia's Russia. Okay, I'm just going to make that statement right off the top. Everything that I have done, every kind of research that I have done, Russia's Russia. Sure, Okay, sure. and so uh, now this also encompasses... Uh, Meshesh, same thing. That's really, uh, if, if you look at the King James Version and New King James Version, Rush mm -hmm. and Meshesh are actually one and the same. There are different areas mm -hmm. of that, uh, mm -hmm. certain partitions of Russia, mm -hmm. but it's the same people. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. the, the next one is Tubal. Uh, do you mm -hmm. know who Tubal is? I do not. I will only say that I have heard, and again, and I'm simply trying to help everyone to spur on to study, I've heard several different countries mentioned in that possibility. Some are more firm in their uh, understanding than others, but the things I have picked up, I will as we go along. Yeah, and again, now, Tubal is a, another of the uh, nations to the north, semi-connected uh, to, uh, to the old Soviet Union. Uh, which mm -hmm. has really, if, if you take the countries that were a part of the old Soviet Union, each of them have new country names right now. And each mm -hmm. of those, uh, those names are changing even as we speak. Mm -hmm. uh, every yes. time they get a new name, they get a new government, and the new government gives them a new name. So it, you yeah. know, it's, it's kind of confusing, but let's just kind of group those first three as Russia. I mean, that's, it's mm -hmm. really simple because you can, for mm -hmm. people that were around during the, um, during the time of the Soviet Union, they can remember mm -hmm. how large that area was. So sure. Let's, so yes. just for simplicity, and I, you know, I'm not trying to get anybody all stirred up and say, well, you know, name them exactly. <laughs> please, you know, please understand. I could give you names of Romania, and you know, that would be a, mm -hmm. a new a new yeah. one in six months. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so just for the sake of time, just group them together as Russia. Okay. Now then, mm -hmm. the the next one uh, is Persia. Now that's that one's pretty simple, mm -hmm. right, Terry? Yep, yep, yeah, that's Iran. 100%. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because now, it stayed that way all the way through, so. Yeah, and then there is Ethiopia, and there's a little mm -hmm. bit, there's a little bit of change here with Ethiopia. It does take on a little bit, there's a, there's a small difference if you do the research on it. Yes, it covers modern-day Ethiopia, but it also covers a little mm -hmm. bit more area, uh, so, you know, you would really have to go back into world history and look at it, but it gives you an idea of where to look, where that, where that area sure. is at. Libya, yeah. same thing. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of change to it, but mm -hmm. it's basically mm -hmm. the same. Now, mm -hmm. how about Gomer? Mm -hmm. Well, again, I'm going to leave that one to you because, uh, again, I'm getting different uh presentations uh, in, in my research and I you know I took when I tell you about how where you are in distance back on studying the rapture I'm in that same class when it comes <laughs> to studying Ezekiel 38 I got so, you uh, in fact yeah. in fact I think you're in the class a, a year ahead of me but anyway um, well, so, spent, so I'm gonna 
Yeah, like I told you in the pre-show, I've spent over five years now in just Ezekiel 38 and Isaiah. Deep study, deep study. Right. You know, I've gone deep, deep, deep in it. And, you know, in regard to Gomer, again, I'm going to break that down a little better on Tuesday. I think that would be a good place maybe to start there. But anyway, I want to go ahead and now, and we've identified the countries and, and what uh, what we're trying to show here is that there is a great coalition that's being formed that will come in opposition to um, Israel. And that is laid out very, very clearly in Ezekiel 38, beginning in verse 4, where it says, I will turn mm-hmm. you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out, and all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Now, you know, okay, they're using horses and bucklers and shields and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, now, if um, let me ask you this, because you know, people say, oh, they ain't going to do that, they're not going to do that, they're not going to do that. You're right, they're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Uh, but mm-hmm. I want you to imagine yourself two, three, four, five thousand years ago. Explain, if you've never seen one, what a tank looks like. If you've never seen one, yeah. but in a but the Lord is providing you mm-hmm. this vision, okay? But you've never mm-hmm. seen a tank, you've never seen a machine gun, okay? You've mm-hmm. never seen armaments of any kind. You're going to be hard pressed to come up with a definition or an explanation of what you just saw. They put it in the terms of their day, so mm-hmm. that's not a debatable thing. What? is clear is the armies are coming and they are going to be well armed with the best of the best and they're coming at Israel north south east and west okay so let's get yeah, that, uh, let's get the horses thing out of the way right now go ahead yeah uh, well first of all just for those who are tied to horses uh, the reality is uh, China and Russia have both got huge um, numbers of horses yes, uh, if there were some kind of if there were some kind of, as an example, nuclear war and all of these other things were turned, they would be able to turn to these things that we're looking at. Um, but more importantly, going back to your main point that you made, which is absolutely a target, this is the word of God. Everything that has been prophesied to this point has come true. Every prophecy, not, not 99%, not 99.9, but 100% of every prophecy that you go back into history and check happened. Amen. Which means that every pro- every prophecy going forward, regardless of whether we can understand it or not, and and interpret the details, okay, we can see the over. It's like you said, there's a war coming, right. and it's going to be gigantic. It's going to encompass the earth, and it's going to be the enemy's going to be pointed at Israel, surrounded in point. You know, so these things are not in question. This is not a question here. Right. Exactly. So. Now we have we've identified the armies. We've identified that the, that they're going to come with great armaments. And as Terry said, it's very possible that you know if you have nuclear strikes or whatever, they may even have to resort to horses. Maybe the scripture is even more clear than even I thought. Okay, and that that's yeah. a very good possibility because imagine the United States trying to ride horses over to Israel. I don't think it's going to work out well. Okay, not going to happen. Right. Uh, especially if we just got hit by a nuke or something. Okay, now yeah. then, um, so let's move on to um, verse 7, where it says, Prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. Now, Terry and I spoke earlier this uh, but between the Thursday show and now, 
And we were talking about uh, this particular verse. Now, in my study, and like I said, I've, I've studied this hard, Terry, for, for several years, but you pointed sure. out something to me that, that I had completely overlooked because I mm -hmm. had always interpreted this verse 7 as being directed at Israel. Prepare, mm -hmm. prepare yourself and be ready. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, well, that's speaking, to, you know, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself means something's mm -hmm. coming at you, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. in regard to Israel. But then when you put it in context, real context, mm -hmm. and you read chapter mm -hmm. 38, 1 through 6, and then you follow mm -hmm. that up, after you follow that up, uh, in the later verses that we're going to speak of, it's clear. He's mm -hmm. not speaking to Israel. He's speaking to Gog, mm -hmm. He's speaking to yeah. the invading forces. So um, I just yeah. want, to, I want to lay that out there before we get started too much. But it says, prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days, you will be visited in the latter years. You will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safety. You will ascend coming like a storm, covering mm -hmm. the land like a cloud, mm -hmm. you and all your troops and many peoples with you. And the reason I'm so certain that you're right, Terry, about this being directed at Gog is because mm -hmm. after you, if you begin to look at this in verse 8, God has given them a history lesson. He is yeah. honestly giving them a history lesson. He says that in the latter years, you will come. Not you're there, which would be the, mm -hmm. the reference if it was Israel. He said, you will come. Mm -hmm. Okay, you will come mm -hmm. into the land of those brought back. Now, what happened in mm -hmm. Ezekiel 37? God brought them back into the land of Israel. So again, he's given them a history lesson, or at least that's how I read it. What, what, what's your... Uh, yep, yep, what, I'm what, with you on that. Yep. Okay, so um, God is telling them in advance, hey, this is what's going to happen. You know, um, mm -hmm. I have brought Israel back. I have put them in place. They are dwelling safely. And this is where you may come in with your with your uh, First Thessalonians thing. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving. I'm, I'm, I'm going to no, give you. No, you're reading no, my mind. You're I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to give you a shot here with with first Thessalonians yeah. because you know uh, we had talked about this off air, guys, and you 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 know I'm mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just going to say it really really very easily. Me and Terry have different opinions on one verse of the Bible. Oh, horrible, horrible! And you yeah. you guys disagree on yeah. one verse? Okay, mm -hmm. but anyway, I'm going to give you a shot here with with Ezekiel. I'm, I'm sorry, with uh, first Thessalonians. 5 verse 3 uh, in regard mm -hmm. to this history lesson and uh, you know bringing them back they're back in the land so go ahead I, I, I know I know you got one go ahead may I uh, just usurp uh, the conversation for a moment and take us to verse 11 would you allow me to do that sure absolutely to verse 11 absolutely so that we don't have to go over to first Thessalonians he says you will say I will go up against a land of unwalled villages I will go to a peaceful people and I know that's ringing your bell if it's not yes. ringing anybody else's yes a peaceful people who dwell safely I know that's ringing your bell again absolutely uh, all of them 
all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Uh, what what am I referring to for the audience? Uh, you are referring listening in directly to First Thessalonians chapter five verse three, and I just happen to have that uh, available to me here, uh, and that reads: For when they say peace and safety, then suddenly. Destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. So yes, those two scriptures match up absolutely, perfectly, 100%. I give you that one. Yeah, 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 it, um... Yeah that, yeah, that definitely addresses the peace and safety because uh, as we were talking about in First Thessalonians on uh, Thursday, we were discussing the peace and safety thing and what that related to. And mm-hmm. uh, it states that, that there must be, and uh, I'm going to read it again just for clarification because in this particular case, I think it really, really does matter. It's First uh, Thessalonians again, chapter 5, verse 3. For when they say, and they are not Christians, okay? I, I, I guess I, I guess basically, Terry, I do have to go back to First Thessalonians 1 for a second, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Okay. Go right ahead. First Thessalonians ahead. 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 1. But concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Then, then verse 3, for when they say, and that is non-Christians, uh, when they say yeah. peace and safety, then sudden sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. So, um, yeah, I think it. I, I think it's pretty clear that peace and safety is a big thing here. So, it, you know, Israel right now is dwelling in the greatest peace and safety that they have ever had in the history of their country. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are recognized as a nuclear power. Everybody's terrified of what they can do. They got a nuke, uh, what's called an iron dome that protects them from missile attacks. Uh, mm-hmm. They have the greatest secret service, for lack of a better term, or Navy SEALs or whatever you want to call them. They got the greatest group of them in the world, even surpassing the United States, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, right. I they agree. Have, I agree. They have infiltrated Iran. They they're in their program. They know what to do. They're taking out big time leaders right now to prevent the nuclear program from even getting started. Good. Okay. Yeah. These yeah. guys are good. They are good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're good mm-hmm. because God let them be good. And amen. They amen. are protecting themselves big time. So Terry, believe it or not, we opened mm-hmm. it. But we got to close down the show now, and we got to take it over to Tuesday. Okay, so I'm not uh, wh- surprised. So okay. what I'm, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you a, a minute or so to tell us about uh, Blast Off for Pimmore in its fifth edition, and also what's coming up on your show uh, Sunday night on the Eye of the Storm. Okay, uh, there's no absolutely no question that Ezekiel 38 is going to happen. It's the word of God. It's prophecy. Uh, the good news. It, the good news is that Jesus is going to yank us out of here. This is my position, my belief uh, that Jesus is going to yank us out of here before all of these terrible things happen. Now, let me back up and throw in a caveat. I do. I am not suggesting that the rapture is going to happen before Ezekiel 38. 
that's a timing issue that everybody's arguing over and trying to get a better scope on. But what I am saying is that before the tribulation begins, whatever happens, whether Ezekiel 38 happens now or after at the start of tribulation, whatever happens, Jesus is going to blast us out of here. He's going to get us out of here. Everyone who believes in Jesus, this is his promise. That's a blast off Rupiamore, Google Teal, Farley Books. And if you get a chance, stop in on um, From the Eye of the Storm, uh, where I bring us into a nice, quiet, meditative time of considering the depths and the riches of the Word of God so that we can understand, we can stand on this Word by day, by night, uh, until Jesus shouts. Amen. And that is the Eye of the Storm. That's uh, Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on RevelationRadio.net. And I do encourage people uh, to tune into that show. And again, uh, you can pick up uh, Terry's book, Blast Off for PMR, in its fifth edition uh, at Amazon or just go to T.L. Farley uh, Books and uh, you can you can pick up a copy of Blast Off as well as a couple of other books that he has as well. Uh, I also uh, do invite you guys to tune in this uh, Wednesday night, this coming up Wednesday night at lastchristian.net. I'm going to have the first of two interviews with Mr. Tony Peters, um, and he also has a, uh, a show on revelationradio.net uh, every Monday through Thursday, and you can find out more about that at lastchristian.net, and I do, again, Hope that you'll tune in 7.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time. That's Wednesday evening. Now then, Terry was right. We have no idea whether or not Ezekiel 38 plays out before, at the moment of, or after the rapture. But what we do know is the rapture's coming. And we do know that everything that's been fulfilled, there's nothing else that needs to happen before Jesus shouts, before the trumpet sounds, and before he calls his church home. So if you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, simply ask God to forgive you for your sins. Let him, tell Him that you know that Jesus died for you, that He rose from the grave Amen. after three days, that He ascended to heaven, Amen. sits at the right hand of the Father. He promised, he promised He's coming back, and He is coming back. And Amen. Amen. You don't want to miss the bus. And if you'll do that, mm-hmm. if you'll say that in the name of Jesus Christ, then you will be saved. And you might even be that last Amen. person that we're looking for before the rapture of Amen. the church. Amen. So Terry, if they give us a Tuesday, we'll be back. And um, <laughs> right. uh, we will continue our discussion on Ezekiel 38. We are just getting into it, guys. And we're going to be here for a while. And it's an important topic that you need to know about. So until Tuesday, assuming there is a Tuesday, good night. Yeah, and right. Amen. God bless you. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds...